The Jen, Gabe and Chewy podcast is sponsored by Celsius Energy Drink, and I am here to tell you it makes a huge difference in my mornings. With a unique blend of essential energy and key vitamins, Celsius is your partner to an active lifestyle. My favorite, the peach vibe. Learn more at Celsius.com and pick up Celsius Energy Drinks today. As we all sit here clamoring for information, for tidbits, for nuggets, for clues, as to what is going to happen with the Aaron Rodgers saga. I noticed that there were tweets that were being liked by the future Hall of Fame quarterback this weekend. One by Razul Douglas. Gabe, what was the Razul Douglas tweet this weekend that apparently people were like, look, 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 evidence of, well, something. Uh, So Gary Ellerson, who's done some things for us here at 94.5 ESPN, was host of uh, our Green Bay Game Day pregame coverage along with Greg Matzik this year, just just asked the question along the lines of how come, you know, you see all these Jets players out there recruiting Aaron Rodgers, wanting Rodgers to come play for them, and yet you don't hear anything from Packers players and his current teammates. And Roswell Douglas saw this, quote tweeted, and said, because we have his number and we can direct, just text him instead of putting our thoughts out there on the social media, as the leader of our team, he knows how everyone feels about him. And so Aaron Rodgers liked that tweet, yes. and then people were using that as some sort of evidence of what? Because again, I don't Rogers, know. Okay, I, I don't know. Like you, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I have no idea what that's evidence of, other than he's got Rasul Douglas's back, and Rasul is one of the guys that Rodgers has pointed out of kind of be one of the guys that he likes in the locker room. So that doesn't really seem to offer much insight as to what is going to happen. And look, on every show this morning, you are going to see them talking about Aaron Rodgers because this past weekend he did talk to Brandon Marshall and say it won't be long on his decision about his playing future. And Gabe, you're convinced that it will be today today because of the NFL timeline, the NFL calendar and the way things shake out today and the rest of the week. The legal tampering window where free, if you are set to be a free agent, you can start talking with other teams at 11.01 a.m. Central Time. You can begin to have those conversations. And so basically your point is that by him not giving an answer, by him not indicating where he stands, he is what? Holding not only the Packers hostage, but the Jets hostage? Who, Because again, I'm assuming both of these teams are going to be active-ish in this space. I'm assuming both teams would like to bolster their roster and be able to exhaust the free agent options. Well, I, I don't think the Packers are going to exhaust very many free agent options. This, Based on some of the reporting out there, if the Packers are taking on even more money of the $40 million that they're going to have in dead cap space to get rid of Aaron Rodgers, if they're taking on more money, I don't think they're going to be exhausting very many free agent lists. I think this is going to be, we're going to eat money this year, and then we're going to try to get to a healthier spot in 2024 and start this thing in earnest then. Like, in, 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 in the meantime, you can still, good things can happen in 2024. You can get good chemistry between Jordan Love and your young core of receivers with Dobbs and Watson and um, Samari Torre, whoever ends up coming in at tight end if you draft one, what have you. But I would highly doubt the Packers dive in in free agency. But the Jets, like, the Jets have the most to lose in this situation. The Jets want a veteran quarterback to come in and be the leader of their team to take them to the playoffs, try to get to a Super Bowl for the first time in 53, 4 years, whatever it is. And if the legal tampering window opens and Jimmy Garoppolo goes someplace else 
and they still don't have a deal with Aaron Rodgers, it's literally for them Aaron Rodgers or bust. Well, this is why, though, when we talk about whether or not there is a deal in place, I don't understand why Packers fans, unless you just haven't been able to wrap your brain around the possibility that Aaron Rodgers will not be your quarterback in 2023. I can't imagine you hoping that a deal and the parameters of the deal were not in place because by Brian, Brian boop by Mark Murphy going out there this past weekend and making the comments that he did, whether intentional or unintentional, you basically continue to let the jets know that you are willing to get rid of this guy for probably less than you should. And, and again, if you're the Jets, after hearing these things, why wouldn't you go back to them and say, actually, we give it some thought and what you're asking for, yeah, that's not going to happen. It also would dovetail quite nicely with the reports that we heard that it's just a second round pick mm-hmm. plus, as opposed to that first round pick that so many Packers fans were hoping that you would get from Aaron Rodgers if, in fact, he was being shipped off. But you also had a reaction to the Mark Murphy comments. And again, I was throwing the idea out there that maybe, possibly, let's just wonder for a moment if this was scripted if this was intentional and he was not only sending a message to Aaron Rodgers that they're over it, but also to the fan base that they're not going to do Aaron Rodgers dance anymore. So you had a reaction to what Mark Murphy said, and it was what? I don't want this guy anywhere near microphone for the rest of his tenure. Doesn't need to do Murphy. I mean, go ahead. Keep doing Murphy. Take five. Do whatever you want. But whenever he has decided to insert himself and say things about the Aaron Rodgers saga, has he ever helped the situation? Has he said anything publicly since 2020 and since Jordan Love was drafted and this whole saga began? Has he said anything publicly that's been helpful to the situation? Or has he only said things that have been harmful and pretty close to negligent? Because, again, going back to previous off-seasons, we shouldn't say anything about this guy publicly. Two or three days later, making public statements that clearly aren't going to make the quarterback happy when you call him an interesting fella. And then you go on television and you more or less torpedo the any sort of leverage that you had. Like, well, you, you think because it's a statewide broadcast that it's it's only going to be available to the people in the state of Wisconsin? You don't think that's going to get aggregated and put out there on ESPN and everything else? Like, how in the world are you getting near a microphone and saying, yeah, we don't want this guy around. Well, so does it affect your confidence in his ability to lead the team? Does it affect your confidence yes. in this team, the competency of the Packers? Yes! We are entering a very fragile part of what's next for the Green Bay Packers because they now actually have to rebuild. I've had questions about Brian Gutekunst in the past. Goody, I think, has handled this pretty well. And coupled with probably having the best draft he's ever had last year, I feel a little bit better about him. But at the end of the day, when everything and every football decision has to funnel up to Mark Murphy and go through that guy for the next two years, I'm supposed to have confidence that they're going to be able to rebuild this thing and build it back into a Super Bowl contender? Like, why would I have that confidence in Mark Murphy? Great business. like The business acumen of Mark Murphy, I don't believe. like Financially, the Packers are in a fantastic spot. Dude navigated him through um, you know, the pandemic, and they've got... They've got money. They're still buying up stuff. They built up the title town district. Great. You got the team in a great financial spot. And that's where the president should end. But we're in this situation of Mark Murphy, every decision having to funnel through him because of Mark Murphy. He decided to insert himself. And when he inserted himself, I would argue that bad decisions have been made by him. And I don't feel comfortable with every decision having to go through this guy. 
So let's take a listen to Mark Murphy. We have the sound here from this weekend. As we've mentioned, it was not just him on the broadcast, but he also spoke to a local reporter, and that sound went viral as well. Here's Mark Murphy's full comments on where the Packers stand with Aaron Rodgers from the WIAA statewide TV network on Friday. Can you confirm that that the Jets have had permission to speak with Aaron Rodgers? Yes, we did give him permission, but I, I really can't get into the details. And just we're really hopeful that we can reach a resolution that works not only for Aaron but for us. Is there a scenario where Aaron is still the starting quarterback of the Packers next season? Um, yeah, I mean, unless if things don't work out uh, uh, the way we would want them, yeah, we. He's uh, obviously a great player, and uh, you know, four-time MVP, and uh, but you know, I think. It's you know trying to find uh, you know what what he wants and what we want and uh, hopefully we can find a win-win situation. Is retirement still an option for him? Uh, I, yeah, I think so. You know he's you know uh, <laughs> got a lot of years, a lot of wear and tear, and uh, it's uh, you know it's a lot to go through getting ready for a season and the season. But uh, he's a competitor too, and I know he he wants to keep playing if uh, you know all things considered. If he requests a trade, will you honor it? Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, we would. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How about the timeline? I know that we're, you know, clock's ticking here. What What do you think the timeline is to find a resolution? Uh, I think we'd all, uh, both sides, and all we'd love to have it resolved by uh, start of free agency. Okay. Uh, and just in the coming March days 15th, here. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I think it's, yeah. It's in everybody's interest to resolve it uh, yeah. sooner rather than later. Again, I love the part where, would you honor a trade request? Um... Oh, yeah. Oh, you asked the trade question? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We would definitely do that. (laughs) That's the one you asked. We would definitely do that. And I do think it is so important to listen to it as opposed to reading some of these these quotes. Because, again, you do get the gist of, like, when he's excited and when he he starts rattling off the resume of great player, four-time MVP. Doesn't that just feel like you were saying, like, when Elaine is trying to sell her friend on George? And you know that he doesn't have a ton of redeeming qualities, but you're able to kind of manipulate the information to at least sound better than it is. Anytime I feel like somebody talks about Aaron Rodgers and they go to great player, four-time MVP, there is a big old but. There's a big old caveat in that sentence somewhere. And of course, in this instance, I feel like it is an indication that the Green Bay Packers want to move on. And maybe today is the day. We put it on the Jen, Gabe, and Chewy Twitter poll this morning. Uh, Is today the day where we will find out Aaron Rodgers' decision? There is a part of me, though, Gabe, that does feel like this has gone on an awful long time. And I do know that there are two camps to this, right? There is the camp of people who think that for everything that Rodgers has done for this organization, the very least that the Green Bay Packers can do for Aaron Rodgers is to give him as much time as he needs. But I believe that caveat there was they expected it to be this week. They expected them to not be sitting here entering the free agency portion of the program going, we still don't know who our quarterback is and what our cap hit is and all of the other things that affect your ability to add to your roster. And that's not just coming from them. That's coming from him. He has been very open, whether it was after the season, whether it was talking to Brandon Marshall this weekend, talking with Pat McAfee all the times in between. He knows that this is the timeline. He said as much that he knows this is the timeline. Heck, he said, I'll go into darkness, I've got this other thing, and then shortly after that, I'm going to make a decision. And I think the decision's already been made. I don't think we go through the Woody Johnson flying out to New- to California to meet with him personally, unless Aaron's already told the Packers, I want to play. But let's see if I should play someplace else. 
Let's see if I should play someplace else. Or it it would appear as though what's in the best interest of everybody. Yes. Because that was the other thing that Murphy referenced was the win-win. Right? Could Could it work for us and work for him? Which would make you think that working for us and working for him is not the same thing. Whatever the working for us is, is not the same option, column A, column B, as whatever is going to work for him, column A, column B. Right? It would appear as though both sides are not looking at column A. Because then it would just be, well, we're going we're gonna to work together again. We're going to do the thing that we've done all this time. It would appear as though the win-win is something that wins for them, is different something that wins for Aaron Rodgers. I, I don't know about that. I think they both want to move on. Again, this has just felt like the entire time a big game of chicken of who wants to be the bad I guy. I don't know if Aaron Rodgers wants to move on. I tell you, I'm telling You're you, that's where my gut... No, 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 no. That's not what it is. That's not what it is. My gut has been telling me that he wants to come back. And I think there's a part of him that can't believe, that is shocked at the possibility that after everything he has done, all of the success he has had, he is blown away as bec- that he's blown away that all of those things don't weigh heavier in the scales. Right now I'm picturing that lady on top of the scale and one side and one side. Sure. Scales know. of justice. Scales of justice, if you will. Sure. I'm picturing him saying, look at all of the things that I have done. How in the world can those things not be substantially heavier than whatever drama, whatever grief, whatever grindiness, whatever I'm not showing up to this or I'm mentioning this in press conferences. He, In his mind, I think he's like, how in the world can it not be overwhelmingly heavy on the success side? And I think the Packers are looking at it going, man, it's just gotten heavier and heavier and heavier on the other side of things to the point where now it doesn't make sense for it to go on. See, I think he just looks around and sees this roster. This isn't a Super Bowl roster. If he wants to compete for a championship on his way out the door, it ain't going to be here. Is it in New York? It's there. That roster is much better than I the Packers roster. I still go back to Murderer's Row. Murderer's Row in the AFC. Is it, uh, did, they're the does, fourth best team in the AFC. If he does goes he there. have a better shot of of uh, going further? Maybe, but again, you're not the best team in your division right now. I still think that no. goes to the Bills. But you're not the best team in your division. But it still feels in like the, the NFC, NFC across the board is less intimidating yeah. Yeah, the than best, the AFC across the board. Yeah, because the, the the top three teams there are really good. That Jets roster is really good. And if that team, that's a team that can get hot and do some damage. The Packers are still a young and growing team. Like, as, as much as we want like, Christian Watson like to be good. Green and growing? Or is that the Bucks? That's Wait, Bucks. Dang it. Yeah. But as much as, like, we love Christian Watson, like, Garrett Wilson's that much better than he is. Just is. As much as we want this defense to be good in Green Bay, that Jets defense is actually good. They almost made the playoffs with Joe Flacco, Mike White, and Zach Wilson at quarterback. Like, they're right there. That roster's in a pretty good spot. And, yeah, it's not a great chance to win the Super Bowl, but it's a higher chance than it would be in Green Bay because of his contract, because of some of the money they've had to push off in the future to try to go for it and keep some of these guys here. They just don't have the means right now to really in you know just get a ton of talent inserted into this roster right now. They have to more of a slow build to get their way back to being a Super Bowl contender. And Aaron Rodgers... His career timeline can't deal with a slow build. Well, I guess I would make the argument that I know the cap hit is not the thing, but that the contract that they gave to Aaron Rodgers certainly has played a role in their ability to do that. 
Yeah. You know, microwave offense, mm-hmm. microwave defense. Well, also microwave you know, roster. When when you trade away one of the best receivers in the NFL, that doesn't help your case. Just decide to ship always them out. goes back to that, doesn't it? Well, you make bad decisions. He Turns out they hurt to the team. Leave. Now I know that he could. They could have fixed it before. <laughs> but again, we talk about this Rogers uh, situation with the Green Bay Packers front office. Like sometimes things get too far gone. And maybe the Rodgers thing is too far gone. The Devontae thing got too far gone. When they were ready to fix it, when they were ready to prepare it, he was already out the door. Hey, I think he could have fixed it. If you could have fixed the Aaron Rodgers situation, you're telling me Devontae was further gone than Aaron in 2021? I don't know. I'm just saying. Yeah, the answer to that either is way, they forced Aaron's hand. Way, they could have forced Devontae's Too hand. far gone is a thing that does happen in these relationships. we got to take a break on Jen Gabichui speaking of too far gone. What I do want to talk about next All-time great. How do you become an all-time great? Because Aaron Rodgers was talking about whether or not he could be considered an all-time great if he has a very short tenure in New York when he was talking to Brandon Marshall this weekend. We'll debate that right after this. This is Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Probably are forums, groups, areas where you can find someone in that space. Yeah, but here's the thing. I'm just a normal person, so that doesn't really apply Ah! to me. That hurts. Not gonna lie. <laughs> You're not normal. On 94.5 ESPN. You should consider Professional Construction Inc. in Waukesha for all of your construction needs, whether it's a commercial project like a multifamily or an office or. You're looking for help on a remodeling project, a home addition, or building a new home? The PCI team is here for you. And I can say this confidently because the PCI team has always been there for me and my family. Mike and Michelle operate a family-owned company. They believe in building relationships and giving back to the community. And guys, when I say these things, I genuinely mean it. We've had some issues at our house because who doesn't when you own a home? And anytime we can't handle it ourselves... We give a call to our friends over at PCI and they help us navigate the challenge. And they can be those people for you and your family as well. We're redoing our basement right now. Mike and Michelle are going to come over, take care of that project for us over the next few months. And also when we had all of that snow melting just a few weeks ago and our balcony was leaking into our kitchen... Mike came over with a couple of his guys, and they made it work for us, got rid of the issue in no time at all. So for help with any of those home remodeling projects or, again, bigger projects like a multifamily or an office, reach out to my friends over at PCI, Professional Construction, Inc. in Waukesha. Their website is professionalconstructioninc.com, professionalconstructioninc.com. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to hold them hostage. Uh, You know, I understand... uh you know, we're still in January here. March is for agency, so um, just need some time to, uh, like I said, get the emotion out of it and then figure out what's best. Big sending the on my way text as I'm getting in the shower energy from Aaron Rodgers there because I believe that sound that you just heard from the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers, again, who knows for how much longer, was after the Lions game at the end of the season. So there's a self-awareness here. He clearly knows that time is of the essence. But he has had now, because what was the date of that game? January 7th, January 8th. He's had time to make the decision. He has gone into the darkness to assist with the decision. He has met with the Jets to gather more information about the future decision. And now it's crap or get off the pot time. It's crap or get off the pot time. 
Yeah, especially when, as part of the conversations that Mark Murphy had with the media at the WIAA Girls State Basketball Tournament in Green Bay was, yeah, we want to have this done before free agency. Well, free agency officially begins Wednesday, but it kind of unofficially begins today at 11 a.m. So you kind of have to have the decision done, I would think, by today. So teams know, so the Jets know, the Packers know what kind of... Because if the Packers are giving up more money, they have to make sure they're salary cap compliant by the time the league year opens on Wednesday. So does that lead you to believe that the parameters of a deal are in place? Because again, conflicting reports this past weekend, one from a local beat reporter guy, I think it... I don't even know where that gentleman was from, but a report saying that the parameters are in place. Basically, all that has to happen is for Aaron Rodgers to give the green light for the trade, the players, the compensation, all of it is hashed out and done. And then there was a conflicting report from Tom Pelissero who says, no, that hasn't happened yet. Followed up by a report from Dan Graziano and Jeremy Fowler saying, actually, yes, they have worked out all the details. So where do you stand when it comes to have they or have they not worked out the details of this potential deal? I mean, maybe there's uh, an I to dot or a T to cross. I would say mostly the rough... the rough parameters of a deal are in place where it would not take long to hammer out the rest of those details and the the, the trade would happen relatively quickly after Aaron Rodgers said yes. Have you Has it been surprising at all to you, and I know maybe this is the whole going all in thing, but has it been surprising at all to you that there's been no talk about the Jets and Lamar Jackson? Yeah, oh, yeah, without a doubt. But that's also, I think, all the owners trying to stand still and not be desperate, even though the Jets should be desperate and give Lamar Jackson a guaranteed contract because... Let's let's face it. Younger, longer, all well, of those things. You have a young core in place. Young, exciting core, offensively and defensively. If you're the Jets, wouldn't you want a young quarterback who's going to be in place for years to come to give you multiple shots at that Super Bowl you crave versus and Aaron Rodgers' words one year? I mean, it sounds nice, Gabe. I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, it sounds pretty damn nice to me right now. But there must be something. There must be some reason why they haven't kicked the tires on the Lamar Jackson thing. I guess the price is still, um, if they do give an offer and the Ravens choose not to match that, the price is still the two first-round picks. So maybe the Jets are thinking we can get a cheaper Yes, probably shorter commitment from Aaron Rodgers, but they still think Rodgers is better than Lamar for one year. Yeah, I I mean, I don't even know about that at this point. Probably Aaron Rodgers is better than one year, but I would rather take multiple shots at it, even if it cost me two first-round picks. I mean, who are you going to upset? This team is already throwing Zach Wilson under the bus every chance they can. You want to talk about teammates not liking Aaron Rodgers? Teammates really don't like Zach Wilson. It seems like every other week somebody's saying something bad about Zach Wilson up there, despite the Jets going, he's our long-term quarterback. What would be the incentive for Green Bay to not have parameters in place? Like, I can't, again, would it only be to make sure that you have you don't tick off Aaron Rodgers by having a deal in place? To me, this is all about due diligence once again. And if you're this far down this path where you are allowing Aaron Rodgers to have meetings with the New York Jets, where you're allowing Woody Johnson to fly out to Malibu and they're all getting together and getting to know each other as Rogers said, always good to kind of hang out with important people in the league and talk to important people in the league. How in the world would you not have an idea of what they expect to get in return? How yeah. would you not have an idea of what your own price tag is for this commodity? So, well, yeah, I don't understand how Aaron Rodgers would even be upset if you had a deal in place. I just so to be honest with you, I'm trying to figure out why there are conflicting reports. 
Because again, my gut told me that when Palacero came out, who, by the way, let's just make sure that's clear and on the record, he is a hell of a reporter. Yep. Like Palacero's got his hands in all of the things. He knows when stuff is happening in the league, and he does a really good job on the NFL network of uh, detailing those things. But it did seem weird to me that he would come out and say that after a report had been out there that there were parameters in place, unless the Packers had come to him and said, whoa, 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 no, 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 no. Again. Or could it be somebody within the Packers that doesn't know what one side is doing? That's part of the problem with this Murphy at top, everybody else spread out. Maybe LaFleur, Gutekunst, the coaching staff doesn't know what the front office is doing. And and there's just a lack of communication. It wouldn't be the first time that we'd have conflicting reports coming from different national sources about this. And that, to me, and again, I'm not throwing any of the reporters under the bus, right? I just think that it's maybe his his source is somewhere within the coaching staff or somewhere within the organization that doesn't know what Brian Gutekunst is doing. And it just seems to be a lot of disconnect within the Packers organization. And that kind of quietly in the undercurrent of this whole thing is starting to be exposed as well throughout the entire Aaron Rodgers saga. Could it have also been, though, that that report came on the heels of Mark Murphy having gone out and done his press tour at the WIAA Girls Tournament this weekend? And then they were like, no, we can't. We can't. We can sustain one of those blows. We can't sustain (laughs) both of those blows. Therefore, let's go out and deny the idea that. We have a parameter. We have the parameters of a deal in place. Like maybe sure. that was what that was. I mean, again, trying to protect. Because again, I know I've sat there and I'm conspiracy theorizing about Mark Murphy sending a message to the fan base and sending a message to Aaron Rodgers. But what is more likely is that he just misspoke. That's just more likely. Hey, and you can go ahead and weigh in on that. We put that on the Jen Gabe and Chewy Twitter poll. What do you think happened? Do you think he was trying to send a message, or it's more likely that he just accidentally stuck his foot in his mouth? Let us know on the Jen Gabe and Chewy Twitter poll. But why would you double down on sticking your foot in your mouth? Maybe you didn't love how it came out the first time and you thought, I can clean this up, right? And you're just like... Oh, let me let me spill more soda on the on the floor. Inflated <laughs> sense of self, thinking no, no, that was not that was not good, but that was just my rough draft. <laughs> this is actually my final version, and so because it was surprising to me, there was no obligation for Mark Murphy to speak to the media. There was right, it wasn't like a no, so, hey, we got a deal, and and you are obligated to give us a two minute interview on the broadcast. So this is something he has done in the past. We just haven't noticed because he hasn't said things like this in the past. And again, it goes back to further politics within the WIAA and the University of Wisconsin and Madison when they were trying to negotiate a deal. They ended up putting the girls' state basketball tournament up in Green Bay, ends up obviously staying in Green Bay, even though they've worked out with UW-Madison being the home for so many other Wisconsin State High School state events. And I think Mark Murphy going, you know, being one of the leaders, not just of the Green Bay Packers, but in the city of Green Bay, just wants to show, hey, we support this as a community. We support this event being here. So he has felt in the past that it's been important for him to show that support by going on the telecast. Just so happened he decided to talk about Aaron Rodgers and maybe not the way he wanted to on Friday. Is it to double down? How do you then go on a television station and go, yeah, no, that's exactly what I Well, I, I think the most significant thing that you have said this morning, though, Gabe, is that these types of incidents 
have make you have less faith yeah. in the organization going forward. Because again, the ability to navigate conflict, the ability to navigate these types of swirling storms, I think goes a long way to how well you can effectively do your job. And there is a part of you that is saying, hey man, what what is that deadline again? When is Mark Murphy supposed to be out of here again? I've got it circled on my calendar, arrows pointing to it, because he, you think, is kind of a liability. Being able to navigate conflict... Behind closed doors is one thing. And I think Mark, Mark Murphy probably can do that. Probably did it as the AD at Northwestern. Has certainly probably done it as a business leader for the Green Bay Packers as the team president. But then having to navigate those things in a public setting? Like, that's another and new different skill set that you need to possess that Mark Murphy hasn't shown me that he's had since he decided to dive in headfirst and have all football decisions, not just business decisions, but football decisions go through him as well. It's like kind of like when things get so messy in a divorce that you need to bring in a mediator, right? You think you can do it yourselves. We're going to yeah. be kind. And I want crashes. this yeah, and I'm you familiar. want that. Right, exactly. <laughs> you shut your mouth when you talk to me. <laughs> There are also crisis managers that handle these types of things. And I know the word crisis seems very extreme, but this seems like one of those situations where from the jump, the Packers should have had a crisis manager telling them how to step and what to do at every turn. If the next word out of your mouth is Ari, I am turning off my microphone and leaving. Ari going to the mall later. (laughs) (laughs) I know what you're talking about. If they bring in Ari Fleischer again. I swear to God, Green Bay. What do we do? <laughs> we got to take a break. We roll on right after this on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. It doesn't matter what age you are. Low testosterone can be an issue with any guy. Mentality, local health care facility specifically dedicated to helping men feel and perform at their very best. Kevin is the founder and CEO of Mentality. And he started this company because well, he was dealing with low testosterone. He didn't even know it. And the same could be happening for you. So maybe you're tired, groggy. You just don't feel like yourself. Don't have that energy to get through your day the way you did even a year or two ago. That could be low testosterone. That was what was going on with Kevin. Found out it was low testosterone. Didn't get the answers he wanted from his doctors. So now he has Mentality where they have a board certified physicians who help you navigate this. It's easy. You go to Mantelli, book your appointment, lowtusa.com, get a blood panel done. They come back after a week, let you know where your testosterone levels are. And if you want to continue with them, if they're low, they come up with a customized testosterone treatment just for you. It's not a one size fits all. They come up with a customized solution for you. That's what they've done for me. And now I have the energy to get through and attack the day the way I was able to even just a couple of years ago. Mantelli allows treatment to fit into every guy's lifestyle. Learn more about Mantelli and their low testosterone treatments at LowTUSA.com. This is Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Uh, You know, I'm going to go with the corn dog, the old corn dog, (laughs) the corn dog for the Brogies and borscht all day long. That's just crazy. Nobody likes borscht, let alone on their birthday. it's so good. It's the only thing that makes my mouth water, other than my wife. On 94.5 ESPN. I'm not saying it was your fault, although you could have done more. Oh, you're so naive, yes, so We will continue celebrating Marquette's punching their ticket to the big dance as the week goes on. Again, Marquette in action this Friday in Columbus, taking on Vermont. Marquette, the number two seed. It is a very exciting time to be a part of the Marquette community. And I imagine there are a bunch of people out there jumping on the bandwagon as well. Like when you have a successful team in the area, in the city, in the state, you want to be a part of that excitement. You want to be a part of everybody, you know, cheering and pulling the rope in the same direction, don't you? That's that whole mob mentality, like bandwagon thing. Same way everybody jumped on the Bucks bandwagon. 
back in 2021 going to the championship. Now, I, I doubt they're going to have any sort of viewing parties in the Deer District for Marquette, A, because, well, the snow's coming down again outside right now, so it makes it a little bit tougher in you know, March versus, uh, you know, at that point it was June and July when the Bucks were making that run because of the later season. But, I mean, there are going to be plenty of watch parties, plenty of places they're going to be packed watching Marquette play at 145, which you can listen to that game right here on 94.5 ESPN on Friday. Flagship of your Marquette Golden Eagles. Uh, we've been talking about Aaron Rodgers this morning because Gabe believes that today is going to be the day that we get an Aaron Rodgers decision just because of the way that the NFL calendar has lined up. And we put that on the Jen Gabe and Chewy Twitter poll this morning. You can weigh in on that. Is today the day for the Aaron Rodgers decision? Currently 54% of people responding saying that yes, today is in fact the day. Let's go out to the line 800-990-3776 that's our ESPN Milwaukee talk and text line Jim in Sockville waiting patiently to get his viewpoint heard good morning Jim where do you stand on the Aaron Rodgers Green Bays of our lives here it wasn't too long to your point Jen you know um I think the frustrating thing is obviously there's no doubt in my mind uh, I could have phrased what Murphy was if he was going to say anything better, and that concerns me because, you know, I'm not a head of a big organization. But bigger picture, was there something stopping the Packers from contacting Rodgers and saying, listen, you know, uh, if you want to be honest, uh, we didn't have the season we expected last year. That factors into our decision going forward. We don't think even bringing you back, Aaron, is going to get us to the promised land. And we want to do right by Jordan. So why do, we, we want to look at a trade, but we want to, in the end, you know, for your legacy, tell the fans that Aaron was instrumental and had as the highest concern uh, what was best for the fans in the organization? Was there anything stopping them from doing that? Because it seemed what happened, if I'm correct, is that the Packers gave permission to the Jets without much communication with Rodgers, and that put Rodgers in a position to uh, function on his own and not in concert. Uh, the last point is that... <laughs> The only thing that offsets what Murphy said in my mind is at least it's honest. It's how the guys feel. It wasn't smoke. But uh, more interested in seeing what would prevent, what was preventing this, uh, the two parties from sitting down uh, with the initiative on the side of Green Bay and just talking through what I just said. I think that they have had more conversations than we know. Uh, I know Brian Goodkun said that they've had just little text conversations here and there, but I don't think you're giving permission to the Jets to have conversations with Aaron Rodgers or the other way around. You're not giving that permission without at least some sort of in-depth conversation with 12, right? I don't think the, the Jets just went, hey, can we talk with Aaron? And the Packers, without even discussing it with Aaron Rodgers, went, yeah, go ahead, do whatever you want. Like There had to have been some communication beyond just a text message between Aaron Rodgers and and the Packers organization. So do you think that him coming back to the Packers is still on the table? No. I'm in the same spot now. Like, yeah. again, for a while I was clinging to this idea that he would be be the quarterback 
under center in Green Bay in 2023. But the way that everything has shaken out, it feels like the options are retirement or the Jets. Which is something that Adam Schefter said months ago at this point, where he said the two most likely options feel Jets or retirement. And I think that it was Mark Murphy, whether you think he was kind of fumbling his way through the interviews or you think that it was a conscious decision to state their position as delicately as Murphy could, it does feel like they've moved on. It does feel like they're oh, turning yeah. the page. It does feel like they want Rodgers to know and the fan base to know that this is not going to happen. And so this idea of him making a decision is more about, is he retiring and walking away from $60 million and the competitiveness that we know that he still feels? Um, you know, even to say, even so much as look at what he was participating in this weekend when Brandon Marshall got a hold of him. It was some flag football charity game. He was talking about the team that he picked. He was talking about, I mean, you know, he's going out there and he wants to win no matter what the competition is that he's involving himself in. So that's where it makes it difficult for me to wrap my brain around him retiring and walking away from the game of football. So it does almost feel like all signs point to him joining the New York Jets. And I believe that's where the Jets stand right now. I believe the Jets feel like all signs point to him joining the New York Jets. You know, and this even goes back to while the Packers were on their winning streak and he had talked about a mutual interest or mutual desire for him to come back to the Packers. And Jason Wilde had asked Aaron at some point, was that just a feeling that you got from the organization? Did anybody have that conversation? He said it was just a feeling. And everything, and the way it's all played out this offseason, it seems like that feeling was correct. The Packers are indeed willing to move on and ready to move on. And it's probably part of the reason why Rodgers is open to having the meetings with the New York Jets and looking into what it would take to move out to New York. We got to take a break here on Jed, Gabe, and Chewy, but we roll on right after this. Hey, guys, with baseball season starting this month, you might be dreaming of upping your home's game. Home equity loans from Great Midwest Bank can help you fund home projects and more. With a home equity loan, you borrow from the existing value of your home. It's a pretty straightforward, reliable source of funds that can help you cover any expense in your life. It'd be like us when we had this balcony issue that I was telling you guys about a few moments ago, right? So the balcony gets all this snow on it. All of the snow starts melting. It's not pitched correctly so all of the water starts running back into our kitchen and now it's coming out of our cabinets it's coming out of the canned lights on the ceiling and we're thinking where are we going to get the funds to take care of this situation that just cropped up out of nowhere well a home equity loan is a very good place to start and if I were going to do that I would certainly call up my friends over at Great Midwest Bank the Great Midwest team will help you set up for a home run, you can visit GreatMidwestBank.com to apply for a home equity loan. And of course, my friends at Great Midwest Bank make the process so incredibly easy. You will achieve that state of banquility. For more information, just go to that website, GreatMidwestBank.com. GreatMidwestBank.com, they're your and my simply local equal housing lender. Dale. This is Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. 363. What's that? Oh, the no. number of yards they gave up on the ground against the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, it's the Bible verse, John 3, 63. Look it up. Tell us what it I says. I thought it was Joe 363, and it was, <laughs> thou shalt not get past me on the line of scrimmage. <laughs> on 94.5 ESPN. Here we go. Required to be an all-time great player because Aaron Rodgers and Brandon Marshall were debating this, you know, tongue-in-cheek-ish a little bit. 
when the two of them connected this weekend at that flag football game. Let's take a listen to what Aaron Rodgers had to say about being a potential all-time great player for the New York Jets. I feel like I'm an all-time Jet. That's, that's just fair, right? The Jet can break the news. You're an all-time Jet? Yeah. How many years were you there? Check the numbers. It doesn't matter. I think of you as a bear. Not, not about numbers. I'm an all-time bear, bear, too. That's why I'm playing against you. I'm an all-time bear, too. I, I'm not saying you are. I agree you are. Just like you're an all-time Packer, you can be an all-time Jet. Down on the two, not if you only play one year, you can't be an all-time Yes, you can. Play. Absolutely. Numbers don't lie. Check the numbers when you get there. Organizations have history, right? It's about the people that made those organizations. So you're telling me I played two years for the Jets. That doesn't count. No, it does. You were part of the history of the organization. Okay, great. Yeah. To me, it's more about accomplishments. And I think that's what Brandon was saying. He was talking about the numbers, right? He was like, check the numbers. Look at what I did in my time with the Jets. To put it into Aaron Rodgers' pers- uh, space... He goes there and wins a Super Bowl, you're all time. Yeah. Like, that's mm-hmm. it. That's the end of the story. It doesn't matter how many. It doesn't matter if you're there for one year, two years, four years. You win that Super Bowl in that first year. There's no question you're an all-time Jet. Like, Tom Tom Brady's being celebrated by the Tampa, Tampa Bay, Bay Buccaneers, Buccaneers because he won a Super Bowl. Right. Like, because he went there and won a Super Bowl, despite him only being there for a short period of time. Does he quickly become the greatest to ever quarterback the Tom- Tampa Bay Buccaneers? I mean, technically, yeah. yes. Not not a great list of options, otherwise. Correct. No. No, not, not a fantastic list of options to choose from there. Brad Johnson being the other quarterback who won a Super Bowl for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Again, my brain always goes to Garcia. Is that wrong? I mean, he was there briefly, but... For but some reason, that geez. was like, when I think about like all time, not all time, but like yeah. the most famous or recognizable quarterbacks in Tampa Bay Buccaneers history, for some reason, my brain... Always goes right there. Trent Dilfer might have a lot of records there because he played for a while, obviously, before he famously won his Super Bowl for the the Ravens. But he was, in the 90s, he was there probably the longest tenured Buccaneers quarterback that I can think of. It's not a great list. So I guess my question to you is, is Brandon Marshall right? Is he right that Aaron Rodgers could be an all-time Jet, even if he only goes there for one season? Because I don't want to think that that some distinction like that would be keeping Rodgers from going there. Which was this idea that, like, no, if I only play there for one year, I would not be considered an all-time great. Yeah, I'm with you in terms of it. It's all about accomplishments. And if Rodgers just goes there, like, Brett Favre's not an all-time Jet great. They missed the playoffs. He was the, but if Brett would have led them to the playoffs, got them far. Well, what about the Vikings? I'm not saying that he is an all-time great in the Vikings, but maybe he is I mean, because they were on the doorstep. He was on the. They were on the doorstep. Yeah. You like that? You like that? I mean, Brett might be the best Vikings quarterback of all time. It's very possible. I guess Fran Tarkenton was up there, right? <laughs> I was going to say. Oh, uh, boy. They all I, have I would the same number of Super Bowls, though, so it doesn't really matter. Ultimately, yes, in Minnesota. Um, ultimately, I would say Brett's not an all-time Viking. That you got, you got, If you're only there for a short period of time, you got to be a Super Bowl winner or an MVP or something like that, right? There has to be some distinction that separates you from the masses. Correct. That Especially you did if it was a here. short term. So I guess in the Packers, so this is always interesting to me. This this is an interesting thought to me because in order to get up on the facade of Lambeau Field, the Ring of Honor, play for the Packers, you're in the Hall of Fame, those are the criteria, right? So they just honored Leroy this past year. Uh, before that was Brett, before that Ron Wolf. Julius Peppers is a Hall of Fame player, right? Yes, I would say so. Played three years for the Packers. Mm-hmm. Is he getting his name up there because he's in the Hall of Fame and played for the Packers for three years? I would probably guess no. 
So is there something about having to be drafted by the organization? Is there something about a five-year minimum? Like, as we sit here and try to parse, it does become a little bit like, I know it when I see it. Yeah. Yeah, kind of the, uh, you know, the government definition of pornography. You identify it when you see it. I think so. I think that makes the most sense. Because if Julius Peppers would have won, like, a defensive player of the year. As a Packer. Or if the Packers would have gone to the Super Bowl and he had a couple of big sacks in the Super Bowl or something that year, because 2014 was his best year as a Packer. Yeah, then maybe his maybe he is recognized as an all-time great. But because the Packers didn't go to a Super Bowl, didn't do anything historically significant in the three years that he was a member of the organization, I doubt that he's going to be recognized as an all-time great member of the Green Bay Packers. I know I've said this before, but anytime we talk about Julius Peppers, and I know that obviously he was in Green Bay and spent a little bit, like you said, a few seasons there, I think about Marquette. Because I think it was when I was at Marquette, and Marquette played North Carolina. (laughs) And Julius Peppers, who obviously had a very successful NFL career, was also an absolute beast in the paint in the NCAA tournament. I just remember watching that guy going, oh, we're going to lose this game, and it is not going to be pretty. And I don't feel that way, to bring it full circle, about where the Marquette basketball team is this year. I think this is a team that could make a very deep run in the postseason because of the way they play and the connection that they all have. My word of wisdom? Don't bet on... I know. Don't well, bet no, on no, not, not even. No, this wasn't even just for you. Uh, this is more for the bars in the greater Columbus area. Stock up. <laughs> Couple they're, extra they're kegs. They're coming. A few extra kegs. The Milwaukee contingent. Maybe some Chicago high life. contingent. The Wisconsin contingent is headed your way. You know, I've been to Columbus a lot. I could give people a, uh, oh. a map of where to go in Columbus since I took up residency there last year covering Ohio State. This has been Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Will Dean Tausch is next on ESPN Wisconsin. Is today the day? I'm sure they'll be debating right after this.